my name is Dana Shapiro from Champaign on Rio, and you are listening to Camille's Demi Hour on 89.5 Nantucket's NPR station. Champaign on Rio is excited to be the summer sponsor, and we are honored to be a part of this island community and this new program. We look forward to sharing our delicious champagnes with all of you on this beautiful island. Enjoy the show and cheers. Don't forget a glass of champagne makes everything better. Good morning, and thank you for joining us. This is Camille Broderick with Camille's Demi Hour on 89.5 Nantucket's NPR station. And I'm very lucky to have a very, very sweet couple in the studio today. We have Joy and Greg Margolis. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Well, it's my pleasure. It was rather serendipitous how we all came together today. Uh, I just got a tour of their new project that they're working on here on Nantucket. Would you like to start us off by telling us how you ended up here on Nantucket? We've been here for nine out of the last 11 years. You came out here originally for work. It was a, it was actually a compromise. Joy was living in Brooklyn and I was living in, uh, in Colorado and we wanted to live together, but I didn't want to live in Brooklyn and she didn't want to live in Colorado. So uh, I had a great job opportunity on Nantucket. I came out to work as a sous chef at Topper's Restaurant. Wow, that's another connection we have here that we just learned about. Um, I think I was one year ahead of Greg at at Topper's, and then you were the sous chef working with Chris Freeman. That's correct. Chris Freeman hired me, and then he went on to Oren Moore, and I stayed with Topper's for uh, two more years after that. So I was with them for three years. Doing both front and back of the house. Correct, yeah. Two years as the uh, the AM sous chef, then I moved into a dining room manager position. Um, my last year there before before moving on from that from that spot. And then, um, so your background's more culinary and enjoy your, can you tell me a little bit about your background? Well, I um, happily have had a chance to work with a lot of nonprofits on island and really have developed and honed my love of building community here on island, which um, when you hear people talk about what they love about Nantucket, especially your rounders, we talk about how we all take care of each other. And that's a big um, part for me of this project and creating a space in downtown um, where people can not only learn how to cook, but they can spend time together. So the project that we have uh, connected over is a new educational component, culinary component to the island of Nantucket. It's a school that you're going to be starting, and it's also an event space of sorts and communal space for the community. Shall we start with how this came about and how you, you got involved from the nonprofit side and then the, the restaurant side? How did, how did you come together on this project? We, we've been out here for a long time, and we've been working for a lot of other people. And we, I started my own small business doing private chef and catering work. Um, this is my third year doing it. We were looking for the next opportunity, mm-hmm. um, kind of always with our eyes out to see what restaurants are closing, what spaces might be available, and and what opportunities are out there. And I, I made it known to everybody that I spoke to that we were looking for that, and, and the opportunity came up when uh, when Remain Nantucket put out their recommendation for proposal for this, this new project. Remain's been working on this project for, for several years as far as the acquiring of the building and the, the, the planning stage. And... Uh, last October, they put out their, their RFP, their recommendation for proposal, that they wanted to have this this culinary center, this cafe, this demonstration space, this cooking class facility, and and they had some outlines of how they wanted it to run. So Joy and I worked together with a lot of help from the community and, and put together our, our business plan, our proposal, and submitted it to Remain. And after a, a long process of, of calling out gets other people, other applicants, and, uh-huh. and interviews with us, we were selected to award the, we were awarded the lease for this great building and this great facility. And when was that? We found out, was it Christmas Eve? Uh, I think or it New was, Year's yeah. Eve. It was some important Eve <laughs> of last year. 
Well, it seems as though we're on an eve of something great. I feel that um, it's something, uh, as we've discussed briefly beforehand, about how this is really contributing to the community. It is something that seems a perfect fit for the island. Do you want to tell us a little more about how it's going to fit into into the community year-round and the cafe component? And, and actually- Right. So the building is the former Mooney building right on, on the corner of Broad and Federal, right at a really amazing hub of the island, um, the crossroads for this, these two very important corners. And uh, the, the building has been completely uh, renovated. Um, it will be receiving, we hope, um, the highest rating of the LEED certification. Remain has worked with a lot of builders and a lot of consultants to make the building um, be restored and even further than restored, uh, really preserved. They're doing a 100-year build is what they call it when they really do make it to be used for a long time. Uh-huh. This is a really amazing craft project for them. Um, and what we're hoping is going to happen is the cafe, which is on the ground floor, will be open into the evenings, which we all know who live here year-round, it's hard to find a place to get a cup of coffee, have a chance to meet with a friend, um, especially on the off-season, but even in the summer, just having a place where you can congregate and have and commune basically, right. um, and, and versus a restaurant versus a restaurant a, a and, and a bar. This is there's no alcohol in the cafe. Lots of great coffees, lots of great grab and go food, hot and cold food that will be prepared in the the kitchen of the cafe. And then the other two floors are really where we can be creative to hold demonstrations, cooking classes, workshops for home cooks. This is not a professional degreed program. This is where uh, people who are curious about how to preserve food, how to feed their family, um, how to use what's in their garden, how to use what they're seeing in the grocery store, really how to actually create and make food at home mm-hmm. is what our classes are hoping to to teach, as well as, of course, and Greg can touch on the component of really utilizing and um, supporting our local chefs and all the amazing knowledge that we actually have here on island of, um, of cooking history and culinary craft. So I know Greg has been working with that piece. Yeah, right. We really hope to just make people more aware of, of food in general, mm-hmm. where food comes from and, and, and what you have to do or don't have to do to it to, to make it more palatable, make it make it better and easier to eat. You know, we hope to be able to bring in and we're going to offer this facility to every local chef out there who wants to promote themselves and, and come in and, and do demonstrations or, or take it a step further and do hands-on teaching classes. Uh, we'll have the potential to do not quite a pop-up style uh, restaurant, but something where, you know, guest chefs can come in, put together an event for a small amount of people, and, and we can we can sell it and do really specific, neat events, especially throughout the winter, almost like um, like a supper club, I mm-hmm. guess would be a, a good way to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, within those top two floors where we have all the, the different potential and, and creativity and ability to do things, we could do events where we'd have a sit-down dinner dinner for, you know, for just two or for as many as 25 people to sit down and, and do a, a some sort of a specific style menu. Right. We're also going to work very hard to make sure that throughout everything we do, there's a, an educational aspect. So if you if we were to do an event with a, a pop-up for, let's say, something that I've done in the past with some of my private clients, which has been very popular, would be an, an Indian feast. You know, some of the ethnic food that the people who live here year-round crave um, yeah. since we don't have it. But to do an Indian feast where people can come in and enjoy a, a great meal of Indian food and also learn a little bit about it, even if they're just sitting down and eating, there'll be a, a demonstration aspect and an educational aspect. And 
we we're going to work very hard to make sure that that all that we do for the community has has that educational kind of undercurrent connection even yeah. if it's a recreational dinner and so if you're just tuning in, we are with Joy and Greg Margolis, and this is Nantucket's NPR station, 89.5, and this is Camille's Demi Hour. And we're talking about the new, soon-to-be Nantucket Culinary Center. Is that the official name? That's, that's, a, that's a good name. <laughs> I, that's, that's the name of the building. We're, gonna, we're working on, on branding separately, the, okay. the cafe and the, mm-hmm. um, the, the education center. But there's a lot of different components right now, or it seems to be a little bit in the development stage of the programming that we had talked about. So it's both an educational component, a community component within the cafe, and then also seasonally and off-season doing demo dinners and visiting chef dinners and things like that. And what else do you, do you see for the future of, of the space? One of the things I know that um, all of us have talked and, and think uh, – a long time about is the shoulder seasons and the time where we really are quiet here, maybe too quiet. And I think that with a lot of new inns, bed and breakfast, Airbnb, we have a lot of chance where people do want to come on island. Maybe it's a rainy day. Maybe it's not a beach day. Maybe it's April, but where people still want to be here. And Mm -hmm. I think that creating um, recreational fun programs with local inns and local hotels to really streamline how guests come on island and mm-hmm. what they do when they're here. So whole weekends that uh, are with a famous you know, chef or someone here on island even who wants to do a demonstration on the Friday evening, wants to cook together on Saturday, have a really nice meal together on you know Saturday night. Maybe there's right. a movie featured. I mean, we can, there's so many things so that many we know we have here. Yeah. yeah, there's, that's really, I mean, I, I feel like our development stage has been long because we're waiting for the building to open, obviously. Mm-hmm. But we also have so many, every time we go off island and research and, and visit New ideas, any other places, they do. And um, I don't want to not, I really want to make sure we mention Sustainable Nantucket, who has a farm to table series and works with a lot of restaurants on island to really promote our local, how we can grow our food here and serve it to people. Mm-hmm. And um, I know we have a big component that we want to work on with them about the farmer's market. We also want to work with the schools and have young students come in and uh, teach them very simple things. And this facility will allow us to open it up and really create specific programs for age groups and for lots of different genres. You know, we have so many bridal parties. I mean, maybe get to instead of going out and trying to cram into the bar at X restaurant, you know, come here. We have um, we'll have liquor licenses on both floors upstairs. We can serve wine and we can create a party for people. We have a full dining room. Like I said, I mean, I think you're catching on really quickly that this has so many possibilities. Mm -hmm. Um, What Greg and I are working so hard now is to streamline and really grab the top three and think of them as a goal for now. Mm -hmm. And then next year, another three. I mean, we really are open to great ideas and we really want to make sure that people know that this is a space that's going to be utilized by the community. Right. It's kind of like in a kitchen. You, you you can't do it alone. Considering we've had so many great people on the show, and the one driving factor is the community aspect and how everyone supports each other and makes things happen for each other. And with this type of project, you have a, a list of partners that you are working with or great resources, whether it's chefs, like you said, to Sustainable Nantucket, to maybe other farmers too, and they're playing a role in your in your ideas and generating um, exposure for you as well. Yeah, like like you said, we are in the development stage, and and to be honest, the development stage is going to continue yeah. for a long, long time, okay. even well after we're open. Yeah, I think you know a lot of people have kind of lamented that we won't be open this summer, and 
Uh, we are hoping to be open uh, sometime this fall. And but mm-hmm. once we open, we're we're going to be open year round. We're right. we're really in this for the long haul, and Re- Remain is is trusting us to to carry this out. And we feel really strongly that that we are in this for for the for the long game, and we're going to continue to develop and and come up with new ideas and new ways to utilize the facility. You know, the, the cafe will be will be great and we'll be busy, and I'm sure of it. And we're going to continue to come up with new ideas for the for the top floors, whether it's a, a private birthday party, small mm-hmm. event, whether it's a summer camp for a week long for kids who are interested in cooking, whether That's it's, great. So you know, something to, to give professional opportunities to the culinary high school program where these guys are learning to be professional cooks and, mm-hmm. and are looking for a summer job where they can come in and, yeah. and, and learn what or teach what they've been learning, you yeah. know, to, to other people and other novices. I mean, we know that there's just so many amazing restaurants here on the island and there's such a talent pool here that can really can really establish ourselves as culinary center in New England and maybe even in this country. And I think that's a good point that you touch on is the fact that Nantucket is it's gorgeous, a beautiful place. It's wonderful to come to, but we have some of the greatest restaurants. It's incredible, and you know, you such could come, a small little area. For such a small little area, you could come to Nantucket strictly for food, for a food vacation. You could eat a different restaurant every night of the week, and you will not be disappointed. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I work with people every day, and they always want recommendations and. It's hard to make a bad choice. Oh, I know. There's ten you can see off the top of your head yeah. that are delicious, and they're great, and they're and there's unique. more coming. Absolutely, every we have year. A few new restaurants every year, mm-hmm. and it's a you know it's a tough market out there, which is why we have a few new restaurants every year. But right. they, you know, if you're not great, you're not going to make it out here. So the restaurants that have made it, and the restaurants that are newly opening, are we've got big shoes to fill. You know, in the culinary world out here, Nantucket yeah. is a real epicenter for great restaurants and great service and great quality. You mm-hmm. know, we've got the great seafood and. With uh, sustainable Nantucket, we're we're working on our, our food independence out here and coming up with more and more farms. This year was a huge year in the development of small farms in Nantucket. Sustainable yeah. Nantucket has their community-based farm where they've provided eight new farmers with a, a small plot of land, and these guys are at the farmers market now every weekend selling their goods and selling it to restaurants. And That's great, you know, we're we're really at a great time. I think to be opening this facility, I think our timing is just perfect and. I think that we're going to open up for the winter and have all winter long to be open and to right. develop ideas and, mm-hmm. and to feel the feedback correct and, 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 and come into next summer hitting the ground running. But, right. you know, we're a year on business. Mm-hmm. We're not just here for the summer. We're not just here for the summer people. And we're going to cater to the, the whole population out here. And we're really excited about the opportunity and the challenge. Speaking of challenges, what about employees and getting your uh, housing for these people? This is quite a ongoing machine year-round so are you concerned about that i know in the restaurant industry that's always been hard to staff properly for the level of service and what you want to do yeah we're definitely concerned about that <laughs> <laughs> that's a huge concern oh, no, it, i don't want to bring not, it up maybe well, i shouldn't bring it not, up it's not the concern most in the forefront um we we are uniquely positioned to be a year-round business and we're going to be able to provide we keep doing the math back and forth but uh, about 12 year-round full-time positions and you know we will have to supplement it in the uh, in the summertime with with additional staff but being a year-round business being able to offer year-round employment you know i feel strong that we'll be able to find some great employees i think that also we're going to start looking for employees in mm-hmm. the fall when other places are closing when You've got people who have been here just for the summer and who, might want to who love it here and, <laughs> yeah. you know, can be convinced that maybe this is a good place for them to stay year-round and they might already have housing. Right. You know, right now, we're, we we have nothing in the budget to be able to provide housing for Should for there people. be a contact number if anybody's listening for you, <laughs> <laughs> for you now? <laughs> you can track us down. We're not that hard to find. We're, we were quite out and about all the time. You can often find me sitting on the bench right, right next to my building before it's completed. He has yeah. glasses and a beard. Yeah, I can't be missed. <laughs> You, you can find it. It's not that hard. So this project, I, I imagine you've been doing a lot of exploration because it seems as though it's a unique 
type of project. It's not just a school with an event space. Have you looked at other things in New York City, Boston, other areas for inspiration? Yeah, we took a trip this spring out to Washington State, to Seattle, where there's a lot. The food movement is huge. Mm -hmm. And teaching people how to cook at home is really becoming into the forefront with politically even just people really learning how to actually become become involved in what they eat. Um, so we went to Seattle. Um, we met a couple. We went to a couple of different cooking schools there. Mm-hmm. Um, we just recently came back from Boston, where we went to three different places, and we I think are researching to feel to to just see what feels right for us. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a lot of a space to do a lot of different things, and I think we have to be very um, conscious of exactly what what works is gonna work for us and what we want to be mm-hmm. here. Um, there's a lot of different ways that people do it. A lot of people bend toward the corporate world and want to make uh, team building classes. And some people want intimate dining experience. So right. there's a lot of um, a lot of things to learn. And I think we we have um, yet to explore New York. It's a little harder for us to get there, but mm-hmm. we will before this opens. Go to New York. I think we'll probably go in uh, in September, October. But I know that uh, there's a lot of places that are doing something very similar. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, again, that trip to Seattle, we also spent so much time in coffee shops and, and, you know, trying to get a feel for, I mean, they, they know how to do coffee out there. It's a really unique area for that, I guess, you know, Mm -hmm. that's where Starbucks is from. And so with all the coffee shops, with all the culinary schools and centers and and places that we visited with all of our experience in the background of working at other restaurants and, you know, and myself going to culinary school and having a chance to teach small classes in people's homes through my private chef work. We've seen a lot of different stuff. We've seen nothing, I think, that can compare to the facility that we're going to have and mm-hmm. and the offerings at which we're, we're going to be able to offer. The, the building, Remain, is doing such an incredible job. You know, if anybody who's been through the Community Music Center, you can see that the finishes are, are going to be beautiful. The room is going to be beautiful, and it's it's really going to be this beautiful place. It's going to be, without a doubt, the type of place that you're going to want to cook in. Right. But, you know, you're going to, if you're a chef, if you're a home cook who loves food, you're going to come in there and you're going to get excited mm-hmm. by walking in there, by seeing the, the equipment. We're going to have brand new appliances. We're going to have all brand new appliances. We're going to have really cool nice little big. things. I mean, we're going to work on teaching the home cook how to cook, but we're also going to give the, the home cook a chance to, to really elevate their, their skill set. You know, my mm-hmm. background is, is restaurants. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been cooking at home for my wife and for my children for, for coming up on 10 years now, you know, and then I understand the difference of that. For me, I, I love to cook. I've got a huge passion for it. And several years ago, when my children were first being born and very young, and I realized that the restaurant lifestyle really wasn't for me. And it just didn't allow me enough time with my family. I think everyone discovers that sooner or later. Yeah. It's just, is it sooner or is it later? And, and through this, I found an opportunity, and hopefully I can share this opportunity with others, a chance to really cook and really explore my passion for food and and uh, to share it with other people while still having a life. Right. You know, And hopefully we'll be able to find some some great employees out there, some other great chefs who are looking to maybe have a – a regular, more regular schedule and, right. and a chance to cook food that excites them and mm-hmm. and to not be stuck into a menu. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we'll have offerings that'll be regular, but we're also going to work really, really hard with the seasonal, you know, bounty of Nantucket. And we talked about just being able to process any food that we get to, to be able to see that if eggplants are great and important, then that's the day that we make a ton of baba ganoush and we make a ton of roasted eggplant and pickled eggplant and do all right. these things. And now through the facility, through the cafe, through the grab and go food, we'll have a chance to to get the food out there into right. public and to get people eating great, healthy food. You know, all our food will be scratch made and all of it will be as local and seasonal as possible. 
If you're if you're just listening, this is Greg Margolis speaking with his lovely wife Joy, and they are here in the studio, and we're talking about the new Nantucket Culinary School and Center that's going to be opening. We hope this fall and winter. And we were just talking about the programming and exactly what the space will offer. It is a beautiful space, as they ha- have been explaining. I do want to ask, uh, with your culinary background and the actual the the academy side, the scholastic side of of the school, how do you envision students coming through? Do you see a program that's set up, a certificate program? Yeah, absolutely not. We're we're, we're not. If you want to be a chef, if you want to, you know, that's that's your career minded goal. There, there's other opportunities. You know, we're we're going to be providing a lot more of the, you know, especially throughout the summer season, the recreational yep. alternative to going out to dinner. You know, if you've got a group of four, instead of going out to dinner, maybe you're going to look through the, the, the schedule of classes mm-hmm. and, and see that, look, tonight they're doing fish cookery or barbecue or tangines or curry. And the classes are really going to be focused on, on that for the majority of the time where you'll come in, be probably about a three-hour program, you'll get a chance to... Um, work a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. get a chance to have real hands-on experience, get right. a knife in your hand, a cutting board, we'll give you an apron, and mm-hmm. and you get a chance to really cook the food. Right. And at the end of the experience, you'll sit down and you'll eat the food. And yeah. like, The magic happens there. Yeah, the magic happens. Yeah. If you want to just come in and, and, and watch and let your girlfriend cook the food and you're just going to hang out and keep people company, that'll be available right. to you right. as well if that's really what you're interested in. We do really hope that the, the teaching side of it is just a chance to get people Get people excited, but mm-hmm. we're going to take kind of all sorts. We hope that in the in the shorter seasons and in, in the in the winter time, especially, we'll really be able to develop a curriculum that'll you know if you know nothing about cooking and want to come in and learn that we're going to do kind of these cooking one hundred and one classes, these um, classes where you'll you'll come in you know every Tuesday at, at seven for four weeks and make a commitment in time. Right. That you'll come in and at the end of, of a few weeks or the end of a, whatever the session turns out to be, you'll actually end up there with some real solid skills and right. some real confidence. You know, so many people are, are a little scared of cooking. Mm-hmm. You know, they see cooking shows or they read cookbooks that they're, you know, they love it. They love the Food Network mm-hmm. and they love buying the newest cookbook yeah. and they look through it and and they just don't cook. Right. They get intimidated when it comes time. They're, they're worried they don't have the right equipment. Their teaspoon's not the right teaspoon. They don't want to uh-huh. go out and buy this and that. But we really hope to give them a, a chance to to learn how to cook and to build some confidence in a, in a safe facility with, with guidance. Right. You know, I think Demystify the process. Exactly. We're, we're really, in my opinion, the next big trend in food is going to be people cooking at home. Yes. you got things like Blue Apron, which is growing by leaps and bounds. And if you're not familiar with it, that's a, a mail order service where they mail you food and they give you everything you need and you cook for it. But with the you know with the internet with cookbooks that are out there with the amount of equipment things like uh, thermal circulators which for the longest times were were cost prohibitive for the home cook are now cheaper than a blender right and people can really cook exciting food in their home and mm-hmm. there's a lot of reasons to to not be scared of it anymore and we really hope to to bring that awareness to people that's great and you'll be able to break it down too for younger adults and for like you said the bridal parties and then the corporate clients and so you'll really cater to what is needed and what people are looking for. We hope so. Yeah. I mean, all the feedback has been has been great. Oh, how can, I know, it's amazing. I think you're really setting a stamp here on Nantucket. This is a big project and I think something amazing for the island. We agree. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't I couldn't agree anymore. We we couldn't be more excited about it. It's it's an incredibly busy time for us right now yeah. with uh with getting the thing ready to go. Well, it's so delightful to speak with you now. I really would love to welcome you back in, say, six months and see where we are. And and, uh, is there anything else you want to share with the community or some last words before you go? None that I can think of. We're just (laughs) we're really happy to have the opportunity to to share what what we're doing. We haven't done a lot of press. We haven't let a lot of people in on on what exactly is going on. And 
back to it being in the, in the development stages for us. We were, we're concerned about getting pigeonholed into any one thing, but we we couldn't be more excited. We thank you for the opportunity to come on the radio and, and share what we're doing. Great. Well, Absolutely. It's, oh, well, thank you. It was my pleasure to meet you both, and we thank really you. hope we can contribute and help out in some way, and we just can't wait to see the success that well, it will we'll, be. We'll be thank sure you. to be uh, continuing supporters of NPR, as we always have been. <laughs> so we're excited to be on NPR. It feels like we've made it all of a sudden. <laughs> well, there are big things ahead of you, I guarantee. There, You're an amazing team, and uh, we you. wish you nothing but the best. So. Thank Good you. luck. Thank you very much yeah. for having us. Thank you. No time for dreams.